0: Welcome to another episode of Discussion with a Tree with Robert Dold. And today we're gonna to ask the question, What is happiness? And I am joined once again by Mr. Robert. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, Michaela?
0: I'm very well. Are you ever not great?
1: Well, I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I start my I start i start my i start my morning at fantastic and from there it's really about how when i talk to people it's really about how much they can take i started great for people
0: <laughs> well um that's interesting so but you do you ever suffer from unhappiness or depression?
1: Um, I'd have to think about that. I mean, it would take me a while to figure out what I would classify as um, as as being. I, I I don't believe in depression. I believe that there is a state where people um, can choose to be. Um, and it's, you know, the topic of depression gets very um, – that, that's a big topic in itself because there are people that go through real physical and emotional anguish with depression. Um uh, the, the last few episodes we talked about the ego and it, it, it's really um it's all tied in together um I just oh, yeah, don't no. uh I just don't um you know I guess I never have time because my mind um, loves to be asleep when it's asleep and loves to be active when I am uh, doing things. So everything for me is, um, you know, it, it, it gets into the philosophies and into the different ideas philosophies is a huge, crazy topic, what people um, persuade themselves or um, give themselves permission um, to be, and I give myself permission to be fascinated by everything that I do. So it's very, it's, I'll, I'll put it this way, it's very difficult for me to be depressed even in a very depressing situation
0: yeah that's it's interesting that you say you use the word sleep because i believe depression to be a form of sleep sort of like a waking nightmare and it's it, you know I, yes it is it it is a choice to a certain extent but once you make that choice the choice gets made for you. It's sort of like a dream that you don't want to be in, but you can't wake up from.
1: Well, at at that point, it's not a choice then. Right. And and the problem is that most people that, you know, when you talk about depression, um, as opposed to talking about happiness, where most people with happiness are chasing a fleeting idea. um, Right. And those people, um, in many cases, are in some form of depression state, right. and th- and they're th- seeking so, like a
0: momentary respite from their suffering, and that they call that
1: happiness well, well you just you just, you, you, you just touched on a big subject, which is um, a rest. Um, and people are um, arrested and in prison within their being when they are depressed. And so being arrested um, and having a rest is actually the subject that I was going back to inside of the ego and the ego state within the building structure of the security system for people. Um, The security system for people in many cases, ends up becoming a depressed state once there are chronic um, failures. And a lot of the chronic failures don't actually come from um, the outside world, even though they start off in childhood, in early childhood, um, and how people start learning to solve problems or to deal with very large topics um at a very young age, so by the time that um, something starts the problem i mean you you could go to the doctor and for the very first time when you're a child get um get, you know get an injection and suddenly um, your life it will be a lifelong um, emotional war um, with getting an injection according to um, that first time. And all of the things that go around each of the different things which are triggers that can in life then trigger and when people then start imagining worst case scenarios if you mention the word doctor or dentist or anything with the idea idea of needles comes in immediately by the person imagining that and they have um, a mental breakdown now there's other people that don't mind sticking needles in themselves regularly and or people that are forced to when people have, um, you know, you know, blood, you know, sugar, you know, all of the different things that where people are, you know, required to, uh, self inject for good reasons or for bad reasons, whatever. So there, that, that's just one little teeny issue that we, so there's a lot of triggers in life. So the, the, the myriad of possibilities of, um, how many people, suffer um, through the world um, as opposed to um, recognizing that there are certain things that are not really something to be afraid of or the fear. So so you go from being arrested and a rest time from the security system, Um, then you get into happiness and a security idea and people... And there's always the security blanket that people are attached to a toy when they are babies or children. The the topics of happiness, it it, it gets very very complex quick, but it's not complex. It's really, um, there's no such thing as happiness that just happens. So happiness doesn't just happen because people don't just happen. By the time a baby, by the time an infant is born, um, after nine months in the womb, a lot has happened and a child is put into a world um, wherever the child is being born. Um, There is parents, there is um, a social world outside of them um, or, or whichever world a child is born into. It's already a very complex thing that the child is born into. So by the time that a child finds something to smile about as a reaction, um, that reaction actually um, was a, a – a, 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 it, it was a cumulative. It was a construct, basically, and the construct is uh, – not um, done by the children who are experiencing happiness when they're children, but that's when children come into the idea of happiness and it appears um, to be something that just happens and children want to stay there. Um, but that's, that, you know, you, you could actually, if people could go back into the womb of while an while a, uh, infant is in the womb, um the infant in the womb is happy because everything is being taken care of. So we are predisposed or pre trained um, before birth um, to be um, happy. So our very first experience and experiences is a constant Um, happiness because we are surrounded by things that nourish and suddenly our being, our our brain is formed. Our cognition starts getting turned on and um, we are happy until it is time for birth to happen. And then a a new world uh, sets in. It is, there. there's, There's a phrase that everybody talks of, you know, that's thrown around a lot where it is said that each person is a whole unique world of their own. And I say it differently. I say that each person is a whole world at war. So the war is a given, a person that is alive, is a person at war with everything um, because of the security systems that are turned on when the umbilical cord... So the, the systems are already there, but they don't get um, completely um, turned on until the umbilical cord is cut. And then the baby is now experiencing... The, the newborn is now... Um, fear, crying pain, there's a lot going on. And from that moment to when they start feeling connected, um, where uh, most people have a hard time finding connection at that stage, and then it's still a world where people are looking or have connection Um, at some point at some stage in their life all the way through um, until they are in the later stages where they then have to deal with if they were or were not connected The dealing uh, dealing with the the, the things that start at a very early um, childhood age of death and seeing that um, there is death at some point in a child's life there is a uh, uh, there, there will be a pet that dies, or a bird that dies, or a spider that the baby steps on for fun. Whatever the child, the, the the baby or child goes through, so uh, the, the the child is at war immediately, seeking, um, you know what it needs at the very beginning, which is to find, um, you know find a way back to where it was just a, just a little while ago in a nice, safe, secure place. And what this new world is, what, what there is to feel. And there's so much, so much happening. And, cho- you know, uh, uh, newborns are really, people don't really give um, credit to their very own experience um, through that time. So, so, some 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 babies will have a little bit more intuitiveness or um intuition trying to figure out what happens. others will um decide just to try to sleep, close their eyes, close their ears, and not experience what is already a bad experience for the th- there's so many ways that it can go if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. The the way you the way I look at the mind is that it for most people their 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 thought processes are just occurring without their volition. So they're just kind of like walking around and they have in the back of their head just imaginings thought processes, fears, things about the past, thinking about things they worry about the future, just kind of not in the present, but but thinking involuntarily to me that's the source of most people's issue, and what you're you seem to be saying is that you are your mind is kind of engaged so that it doesn't even allow you to dip into kind of the imagination, the involuntary imagination, which often leads to I, I, what I call waking nightmares, uh, it, just thoughts that go into the worst case scenario of things and, and kind of live well, there. That,
1: that that's that's something different that's at the point where somebody has already um that, that by the time somebody is um you know twelve years old or fifteen years old or eighteen years old they are way deep into their um their their, their mind um has so many different areas that it can go to. Um for thought processing um, to start off with thinking that people um, think um as consciously um or even subconsciously is or inside of their um, internal mind where they go as as opposed to look you know a, that That's really um very much um, that that that's like about two percent of what's actually going on so there's about ninety eight percent um that people don't see that's going on before we can get to the person that has become broken by the time that they are twenty years old um there was a lot going on by the time that they were born. And what that's going to do, and the outcome of the brokenness and the the first year um, if, uh, up to one you know when the child is one year old, um, there that's the time where parents are either going to start fixing the problems or the parents um, ignore the child and add to the problem so're um, you're, you're, you're correct that there are people that um, are uh, have problems with ruminating, that have problems with um, stress, internal stresses. Um, there, there, there's a myriad, myriad of things. So that's why I say that a person is a whole world at war. Um, so talking about how a person is at war or the negative parts as to whether it's what part of the internal or what's causing it is really not getting to the idea of figuring out what is Happiness, which has to be, you know, and and separating because you can even have a a person who is happy being destructive or causing or inflicting pain on others. So, um, happiness from a negative point of view um, or a negativity to a positivity. So what type of, um, what type of, uh, you know, whether you're talking about looking at people from the outside as if though you are trying to, to analyze them or psychoanalyze them or socially analyze them um, versus looking at just the aspect of how happiness works to begin with. Um, So, so, it's a huge topic, and that's why I like to start off with first explaining some basics of how um, the body at war at war works. So there, there are internal wars, external wars. There's pressure, all sorts of types of pressure. There's pressure from, from the gravity, from the outside air pressure, from the pressure of social... Of all, the, all of the social constructs, there's itches, scratching, touching, hearing, seeing, what you, what you view, projecting, and how people project themselves onto you and how you interact or grab onto, how you engage with life and how you disengage with life. And yes, a lot of people have a problem that they engage with life and they don't know how to disengage and relax. And so they are engaged even when they are appearing disengaged and they are withdrawn. So then you get into all of the psychological problems. And all of those parts are parts of the war. So the list goes on and on as far as, I mean, even every square inch of our bodies, one inch is way too much for one person to consciously manage. So the conscious and the thoughts inside of our minds are insignificant um, compared to um, all all of the things that happen by the time that somebody's 20 years old. So a person is working off of not a slight amount of presence, of the present, Um, that's probably 1% of what's happening to the person on the outside and what they're interacting with at the moment. That's about 1% of the 99% that has been stored from the last 100 generations of people that passed on their DNA, Um, all of the things that have prepared somebody for all of the different stressors how how our internal systems all were built um to 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 pay attention and to um relate information and fix all the all the crazy things that are going on as systems and subsystems of everything that's attacking us as there there's little teeny things on our on on our skin that we don't notice there there there's 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 there, um If there isn't a virus or or cold things already living within us, there's there's so much external stuff. And then we have the problem that we eat with our eyes and ears, everything we hear. Well, what we're doing in a social thing by what we are dealing with, with our conscious, is only about. 1% to what's actually um, driving our thoughts because we have our drives that drive us. We have our fears that drive us. We have our anxieties, stressors, and they're all there. So it's just a matter of if somebody gets enough time while they are maybe alone or after a car accident or after they fall off their bike, or if somebody sits down and says, okay, this is, um, you know, there, there are things that I have to deal with, let me start thinking of them. And yes, as you're saying, there's people that don't think about all those things and just fly by the feet the seat, the seat of their pants. But the 99% of what I call not a subconscious, but an unconscious. The unconscious is on twenty four hours a day. It is never going to turn off. So what people consider that when somebody is asleep or they've gotten into a car accident and they are unconscious, no if they if they are not dead, conscious is working over time and managing everything, even if a person is brain dead. Everything is continuing with the unconscious monitoring, um, blood pressure, oxygen, breathing, heart rate, um, toe, toe, toenails growing. <laughs> it, it, people don't get out of that. And so if we, if, if we, if we like what we see, even that is what we eat. So we eat everything. And it's all mentally eaten. It is all emotional food. It is all food for thought. So as long as if people would recognize that life is about eating, and eat up, but just make sure that what you eat doesn't give you a stomach ache. Um, if if people went around thinking that way, they wouldn't. Um, they wouldn't end up with an actual physical stomach ache or depressed because depression, from what people call depression, is self-inflicted and unfortunately the self-inflicted part is is that you know there's people that go through very traumatic things and i would never say that somebody that um gets raped or that gets um you know that gets uh uh kidnapped and um or that somebody that gets held up at um gunpoint that they have caused it but there's also um a need to um, recognize that people are able to self-heal through anything that happens to them, or we wouldn't have gotten past uh, the First and Second World War, and people are excited about the Third World War. I mean, there, there's, so, there's so many people making money going towards what we are in now in the world, and there's going to be mass food starvation. Everybody should be depressed. There's a few people that are depressed. And that's people that are unaware of what's going on in the world. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I have a very difficult time um, re- talking about a subject as a whole, such as happiness, with each individual's um, looking at the problem, since everybody has problems how do we get to the point where somebody that has problems can get a break and experience a little bit of the happiness that everyone is not only capable of having, everyone has the capacity and a responsibility to themselves and to others to be healthy and safe for a society. But societies don't work in that mindset.
0: Well, I mean... the reason I bring up the subject is because I believe that that's also your obligation is that you, you must be happy. Um, If you're not, then you're going to inflict pain. Now you said that you can be very happy and inflict pain, but there's one thing's for sure. If you're in pain, you will inflict pain. Um, So you, it's, it's important to make sure that you're not in pain before you go out there and talk to people, right?
1: Well, not 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 everybody falls under that category since there's only going to be so many people that are healthy and so many people that are unhealthy. And it's still up to the healthy ones to try to see how, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're in a situation where, Um, All of this um, thinking and thought and knowledge that it's taken us how long to get to the point where we could um, think and talk through these things. Um, So we have an advantage of hindsight and having everything that has happened in the past. Um, But a long time ago, if if somebody was to go um, with this information back, it's very difficult because you'd be in a different world, but still getting people to listen. Um, there's still a responsibility where um, it's a a social thing where a society um, either decides that everybody is trying to help one another or everybody is trying to separate. And right now we live in a uh, democratic system that doesn't work. We live in a political system that doesn't work. Um, But it does work for the political, and for the democratic, for a few that um, get to own everything over everybody else, and then everything gets separated by money. So money becomes a tool um, not for people to get what they need and to work in a healthy way to help one another. It becomes self-destructive. And all of that is the negativity um, to get the first understanding, what is um, a healthy happiness, and if anybody was going to try to um, reach that, then it, it, it really takes um, a person to heal themselves um, and have enough capacity to share their healing. Since I mean, it, you, you, you're, well, you're not, you're, you're not, in, we're we're not in a healthy society. Well
0: that's for sure but but, but
1: that doesn't that that doesn't, that doesn't mean that our our healthiness isn't you know i mean no nope, no nope, no nope. if, if I try to be happy and healthy with everybody in uh, in my surroundings um they will all eat it up, they will take advantage of me uh, uh, uh nice people get taken advantage of all the time, and then everybody will expect you to do it, and you'll get nothing in return but it's about capacity so you have to um h- have enough wherewithal to know how to um share your in, share yourself in a healthy way a certain amount and if things start you know no matter what everybody takes risks in meeting somebody new and it takes a lot of work it's very taxing but if you have the capacity, then that's the responsibility that uh, that you that, that you were talking about that that if you, spoken, if you you have the responsibility to help yourself help somebody else
0: spoken as a tree- as a tree very well um, when i no so when i'm what I kind of keyed in on what you were saying was that there's a um There's a certain corrupting influence when it comes to material wealth uh, that can bring somebody from, you know, like a relatively happy state to to a kind of money centered, greedy state that doesn't allow for, you know, allows for maybe just momentary happiness, but it's mostly just anxiety and something about money. Um
1: yeah but it's not actually about money it's about because money is just the idea of being able to eat um so money when you have money you can then eat up um by purchasing if you want to eat up a house eat up if you can have three houses if you can have more if you can um if you can I know what you mean, yeah mean, cons- up- it's it, at, at the at, at the point where you know how, you know if if you're a squirrel how many nuts do you store for the winter? Right. Um, so 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 at a certain point you know I mean if you're not eating the nuts and just storing them you can actually hurt yourself, and if you're not sharing your nuts with other people and you're the only squirrel left, you know good for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so many people like that now. I mean, we have such a top-heavy society. Uh, with these, you know, multi-billionaires just kind of sitting on top, not knowing what to do with all their money.
1: Well, are are you willing to go to the bank and just take everything out and share it with the poor? What will you end up with, just another poor person in the world? Because, you know, people's money is not going to solve the problem. And the world is finding that out right now is that, The more money that you print and the more money you throw out there and the more money you want to catch back in your little grab back, the only thing you're catching is more, it's like catching more air. What good does it do do for you? Unless there's more people that are actually willing to work a little extra at um, cultivating the land better, sharing um, uh, tractors and material and fuels to go the furthest and finding things that actually work. So there's a lot of, people that try to find solutions, um, such as producing more food on a quarter acre land. Um, But if those are not systems that can be um, widely um, used, then there's a lot of Band-Aids out there. And money is just a tool. And if it works, if people worked correctly and an honest day's pay for an honest day's work, that kind of thing, there's no such thing because, I mean, we'd need like 70 million analysts to figure out if one person's pay was correct, and the seven, every single one of those analysts, you know, all of the lawyers and all of the um, all of the bean counters, and you have economists. And then you have the uh, IMF, the International Monetary Fund, and the World Bank, and they're loaning money to countries, and then the countries owe interest. And once the countries get overextended, you basically own them, and it's right. it's okay when it when it's the when when it's the European and the United States um, banking systems that are doing it, but suddenly. Um, China starts doing it, and we have a problem with it because they're not supposed to own everything. So it's basically, it's used for enslavement, but the enslavement um, happens because um, people didn't start working together a long time ago. At this point, um, we're we're not going to find any happiness in trying to figure out happiness for the world at war or for the war within inside of each person. But um, going into the idea of how each person is a war and that the only time that the person gets to be away from it is when they do have security. And when you're a child and you go to a sandbox, um, the sand costs money now, everything costs money now, Okay, so but everything once it's all laid out and you, 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 you have a security fence out there with, with with a missile defense system and everything, and a child goes and gets to go out and play in the sand, the child gets for a second playing in the sand, and that makes them happy. And you and the father walks up or somebody walks up, and they smile. But the reality is that the child is not happy without somebody there to see them playing. So you start getting into the psychology of a person and how they can then relate to happiness. And happiness is a relationship um, thing. It's a relate thing. It's a relatable thing. And uh, um, a child um, doesn't play in the sandbox unless he he values and thinks of it first and imagines himself playing in the sandbox as he's walking up to the sandbox. So we are um, entertained with our thoughts as we um, go to the sandbox and the next time we make more plans of what we are going to do and what toys we are going to put there or what we would want there. And you And you don't really see... Um, the scale of how people have the ability, and this is all people have the ability to be happy at all times, and they don't recognize it until you go um, to what are real third world countries um, out to the places where people, um, where children are thrown out into the jungle, thrown out into the, into the out, out, out of the, and, and the children start to collect and they start having their own little societies out there. And they had one, um, there was this one documentary one time. And I pay attention to all those things because I give myself permission to pay attention. And there was these children that were playing and they were having like a little soccer match and they didn't have a ball and they were pretending to be kicking a ball back and forth and around and through them. And they could all see the ball, and they all played together. And then, you, 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 you know, a camera goes over and looks at them, and you see these huge, pearly, white, beautiful, healthy teeth. And when I saw those teeth, I said, I couldn't get those here in the United States. So so the healthiness of being out there with smiles compared to being in the United States, you don't find healthiness in the United States like that. So 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 there's there there's there's a real problem with those societies and the social structures and the people that oh the people that decide for the public. Um So you you have all of the psychology, the the educated people, uh, and there's a lot of things that have happened that are very intelligent for people being able to now manufacture and drive cars and um, produce more food. There's a lot of very good things that have come from very intelligent people, but there's also... Um, the darker side of how intelligence is not all positive. So you have problems.
0: For sure. Um, Now, when you look out, because I think you're touching on something which you've been alluding to a lot in this conversation, is the outer world in terms of you're like, well, if you're looking at what's trending, what we're, we're headed, you probably should be depressed. <laughs> but, you know, oh, you it, let... it, 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 it,
1: if, if I stop to think about the world we are in, I then do go into an immediate emotional depression and feel sadness and feel pity. And if I didn't um, have um, some sort of connection to the world the reality of it, then there would definitely be something wrong with me. You know, going going in and out of what I feel um, and how much I should dwell on certain things is really – it's a construct. And a certain amount of it I had to learn as I was growing – A certain amount was built in, a certain amount I had to fight against um, since, you know, I had to see the way society was. And so it's a war. It's an emotional, a um, a person's perspective, which is built on memories and emotions and everything that happened throughout life. And even before that, and what's happening at the moment, um, there's, you know, I, I really don't, you know, there's. It takes time to go through a subject of how do you become happy in an unhappy world. Um, no, everybody has, um, even when you're in very bad situations. Um, it, th- th- there um, there are people that really shouldn't be in very, very bad situations and they are, but some people are very, very strong through those bad situations. And so everything is a statement of what somebody decides to be, whatever adversity they are facing.
0: Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, but by, just in your reckoning are you are you of the view that the humanity is going to self-destruct
1: eventually or do you think that
0: maybe we're going to enter a dark period but then we'll come out of it
1: I I think humanity was uh, self-destructed at the very beginning At, 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 at the point where you know if, if you buy the story of Adam and Eve for whatever story um, storyline you want to put to it, even if it is a myth, um, the storyline is that as soon as Eve and Adam, the apple, she has already bitten it and she is part of him, it already was destroyed at that point because then suddenly everything becomes... Eternal and everything that is eternal becomes existence-based, existential, and all of a sudden everything becomes comes into view um, as to how long and what you're going to get out of it. So suddenly we are built on expectation. So um, that didn't ha- that that's not something we're going towards. That happened at the very beginning i um, the very first person that was on earth that could think um, and could feel and could accumulate ideas and thoughts to have reflection or the self-reflective idea of saying, oh, I like that fruit, or I like doing that, or I want to take a bite of that apple, um, and that would make me happy. There you have happiness. And the happiness stems from something that is self-destructive um, because then you have – or or could be destruct, or could be constructive. But then there's the self-recognition of what people are doing. And nobody gets out of um, this world without having um, – even if they are unconscious through the whole thing and don't think about anything, it doesn't stop their responsibility. And some people – you know that do the wrong things, they get caught, and they say, "Well, the only thing I did wrong was getting caught." Um, no, they, 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 they people, you know, consequences built into the uh, security system, um, you saying,
0: You're saying metaphysically speaking that people who do. Evil get punished, or you're just saying society? Yeah,
1: no, they get. I'm saying that they get punished by what they are, and what they end up. You know, you know, like let's say somebody goes through this life and there's no life after death and nothing at the end. People that don't build connections still end up in a nursing home alone, or they don't end up on the street alone. Right. They still end up alone. Or they end up well, in they are, big They are fundamentally insurance. alone. They are alone. Right. And so you can have yeah. people that inherit and and they're eighteen years old or fifteen years old and they are alone. Right. And those people they need to do drugs. They need to cut. And, and when 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 depression sets in, um, they need to run to the doctors and the doctors are there with their loving arms out for anybody that needs to hand them some money. So it's a system that, you know, you know, <laughs> we can go, we can go down a million rabbit holes of the negativity. Um, once we get through a certain amount of those, we can get back to um, the building um, the ego building security systems that are you know even those are just a fraction within the building that we are built that we are built within and around of our security system and how we consciously subconsciously and unconsciously and the many iterations from the unconscious to the subconscious and from the subconscious the different consciousnesses that we do have since there's lots of them that are monitoring a lot of the different systems and what we get alerted to so there's that whole thing and then you get to walk through the Freudian and Jungian unconscious which is supposedly hidden from, from us and for emotional reasons to for as protection so it's still through through the older um th- th- those people that tried to think of these things a long time ago they, they 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 are wrong but they were only wrong because they were not complete or you know they didn't ha- they, 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 there was there's they still we're still going through uncovering the the way that everything is happening. Even to now, when there's new movements that are just ha- starting to happen, um, like movements that are that and, they, and the first thing that, pe- that 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 scientists and people try to find is new words to coin a new thing, such as social neuroscience. You know, the study of the mind, mental imaging processes, such as an MRI brain scan, and many different types of ways um, of trying to figure out where a person, how much a person is thinking according to what lights up on a little screen that we're looking at, it's all very limiting to how, um, you know, I mean, we're still, you know, at a very early stage if we want to write down what's actually happening to the actual capacity that people have um, for love, for happiness, and for um, grasping that once you include others in your happiness, your happiness grows and expands. Once you include others, by giving your love away, um, we have a capacity to give as much love as we want, and it, there's more there. We'll hold on to it and never give any of it away um, out of fear. And so, it's really about what dominates a person. So, how much a person is dominated by their own fear is kind of going to be a reflection of how much happiness they're going to find. So, it's really about how people want to find to, to find happiness. You have to kind of let go of your fears and um, give some people the benefit of the doubt while they, you know, steal from you or waste your time or all of the millions of different things that people are going to do because all they see is what they can get and they eat and they eat and they eat. Well, in the process of them um, taking of your time, if you're just um, if if you meet them in a public place so that You you can be safe (laughs) about trying to be happy with somebody, Um, you know. It's and you know.
0: Well, let's uh, let's. I mean, because I think a lot of things that drive the people listening are are world affairs. So you you said World War Three is coming, which depresses a lot of people, and you know you're you're able to rise above it, but maybe some others aren't. Now. We, if you look at the arc of human history, I mean, the amount of bloodshed and sheer gore, I mean, has abated. I mean, with the introduction of 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 technology and money, like there's there's less a- agony. I mean, overall, in terms of war, is there not?
1: No, absolutely not the amount of people have grown in the world, so now that there's a bigger population, little tiny things which were, you know... But, but you know, I mean... It, 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 if oh, you oh, in... A million people it, is a lot of people.
0: No, but... So you have to the look at... Is, uh, sorry, just look at, If you just look at Europe during the Middle Ages, I mean, it was just like...
1: you. you, you
0: if you were somebody living there, you'd you'd live to thirty-five. You'd you'd be lucky if your town didn't get overrun by barbarians like next week. And there there was no like stability there. I mean, didn't we gain some? Haven't we progressed to some state
1: now that we're less oh, like? Oh, I, I, I there, 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 there was um there there was different things that were better than though. The problem is that um, some people um got to experience um you know love and or um like uh things around them in a much different way where um a long time ago um if you wrote a letter and you received an answer within 6 months you were doing fantastic and the amount of attention that people need now so back then yeah somebody was going to come over to your village and um you know it matters how much you like um how much you 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 like for a sword to be um pushed through your stomach but and and, and all of those experiences so i'm not you know saying that, that that's a happy experience but you know, how many car accidents do you have nowadays compared to how many people in those times were, ha, ha, were having themselves impaled? So um the amount of uh, tragedy now from okay, the but, hunger, well, but, by comparison, but, every single person is a person. And a long time ago, there was completely different dynamics. And, you know you you were more likely to die of disease and tooth decay than people attacking you. But there, there, there was a lot of harmony back then. There wasn't that many people. So if there was really bad things going on, people would have killed everybody. There would have only been a little group and it would have continued going that way. You would have never had society start um, forming and information start being accumulated and, Books starting to be written. You'd, you would have just had endless little village wars.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying that we we did have that for so long, and then you know we created these nations. states. Changed. Yeah, but isn't that for the better?
1: No, in be, in between those um th- those um little wars that they had a long time ago. In between those things there was actually a long long sections where the people um built societies and got along very well with very simple ways and um as as the world grew in population you were never going to get out of a population um growing and running into each other and building societies and everything that we went through um, everything that the world went through in the past is not something that could be avoided. It's, it, that was just the time and the place that a person was born into. And there was happiness back then. There's still happiness now. And anybody in the world is capable of happiness any a person decides. to just no matter how difficult things are, let go and relax a little. <laughs> yeah. And it's easier said, it's easier said than done for, 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 for me and some people, other people have a lot of, um, imagination that does not allow them to let go. And getting to talk to people where people don't listen, you know, you're not going to solve the problems for many people in this world, but it doesn't mean you don't put it out there and you don't start.
0: Yeah, well, my my feeling is is that a lot of people aren't realizing how happy they really are, um, and so they kind of feel like there should be something more. But but the fact of the matter is, if you're sitting somewhere comfortably, you are relatively healthy. You don't have an animal kill you or something else trying to kill you. <laughs> if you're just safe and you're you're not. Um, hurting in any way, like you are happy.
1: No, 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 you are content. That's not actual happiness. But I mean. So you get into the problem that when you, when you, when you start talking about what happiness is um, by the time that you get out of um, the child stage, once you are probably around eight years old, um, there is no longer just happiness. Then happiness has to be attached to meaning and whether there's meaningful happiness, even if it's mean happiness. Um, Happiness is attached to um, some sort of um, idea or some sort of activity or some sort of whatever makes somebody happy. And then all of a sudden it is always about a person having thought through something and the self-reflection or the, or the achieving of something to get to some um, state of being happy. And and then that could be a, a billion different things. Somebody might be happy acting, somebody might be happy reading a book. Somebody might be happy, you know happiness then has to be it it becomes an individual thing and it becomes a roller coaster because um there's no way to be happy all day since the, since the brain's chemicals a, a brain a a, a a functioning body, a physical body isn't happy until it gets what it needs. we have to eat. We have to drink water. we have to make ourselves healthy first. We have to make sure we don't have splinters or didn't you know there there's a lot that goes on with happiness and the meaning or the or, or what it means to be happy the, the, and happiness as a um what what type of activity somebody is doing. Um, In achieving, so whether they are achieving from goals, whether they are achieving from um, not thinking and just sitting there as couch potatoes doing absolutely nothing or video games or whatever self-destructive or constructive, all of it is tied to how somebody is um, relating to the activities. So there's a lot that happens by the time um, somebody is in a good situation, like in a house with the rent paid, with money in the bank, with all those things that should make somebody happy. And you find that a lot of the people that are the most prepared are the most prepared not to try to lose anything, and then they start grabbing on to all of their preparedness, and they are never happy because they prepare, 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 and they prepare so that one day they pay doctors to help them with their health problems that are self-inflicted, due to people not being able to um, just abruptly get stopped and get asked, "Hey, Mikella, when is the last time you cried?" And, and then you have to, and then you have to think about it. It wasn't. A, it, it, it's. it's the surprises in life. When, when, and so if people don't actually have that type of interaction and self-reflectiveness, which requires usually other people, so then suddenly you get into social interaction and the meaningfulness of not just being alone, because there's people that are really happy being alone and they don't recognize the self-destructiveness that once they actually are taken away from all of their comfort stuff, and their house is sold because they got old. They got put into a nursing home, and then the reality sets in, and then they recognize that they weren't actually happy. They were content. They were joyful for moments. They started experiencing bliss, or they started experiencing the you know the whole responsibility, irresponsibility, whether somebody. What does somebody do for fun to fill their time? Suddenly everybody's back um, being arrested inside of time. And every single 24 hours is a day that somebody has to live with themselves. And from the outside, we can look at somebody and say, wow, they're happy. But if we go to their, if we go to where they live, we go to their home, their house and it inside, do, do, is, there, is there really that many people that somebody should want to know? And that's when we, you know, you start finding that it takes a lot of time to find others that have the capacity to accept happiness, even just to accept it without it all only just being a one way road because nobody survives off of just giving all of their lives or you end up giving everything away. And there that's are sure. people that are there. There are people that are strong enough to do that. Um, it's just a matter of how they find happiness themselves and how much they can um, give.
0: Well, that's an so. important part of it. Um, you've talked about it often. Is that if you find that you are not happy it's likely because you're not you're not interacting with the world you're just isolating yourself no
1: uh-huh and not interact and not interacting enough with yourself as you look in the mirror and there are people that look in the mirror and hate what they see and they haven't actually, um, they shouldn't be looking at mirrors, but everything is still about how a person looks at themselves. It's not a mirror thing, but the emotional mirror, not the mirror on the wall, the actual emotional mirror where everybody is still judging how they feel at any one time about their health, about um, their happiness state, about their um, all of the things and what is going to, you know, and most people are on the depressed uh, side, as you say, um, and that's just um, an inability to recognize that happiness has a cost. Happiness is something that's a construct, and if people don't put in effort, they shouldn't expect happiness, and everybody works, works, works really hard. And they work because they are going to be very happy once they are rich. You find me one rich person that's happy.
0: I will, <laughs> show, you a
1: person, I, I will show you a person with a real, you go to their house, you go sit with them, and you will, you will see a person that has a real shit life because everything is about controlling and not right. losing one part, of, one part of their happiness. And that is no longer happiness. That is a jail cell. Right,
0: no, that that but that, that yeah. happens to everybody that that accumulates money. I mean, I've never seen anyone that doesn't that have
1: attu- happen. That, that's right.
0: So I, I've never, so i met. An, purpose. That's what I'm saying is I've never met an enlightened billionaire or millionaire, for that matter.
1: Well, you, you met me.
0: Are you a, are you a millionaire?
1: I'm a billionaire I'm a trillionaire <laughs> uh, oh not in money not not in money, but i ha- i i have oh, oh, I have a world that's in front of me in every direction I see. I can walk on a trillion dollars of value everywhere and I can take a walk around a trillion dollars and there are cars everywhere and roads that I get to drive on and you're
0: living you in know, a trillion dollar world.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm living in a very wealthy world and I get to breathe, and the air is worth thousands of times that. So every yes. breath that I take, um, for me, I actually experience the deliciousness of it. It's weird. I actually, since I'm an inventor, I actually recognize the value of what I could do with um, the oxygen and the hydrogen and the carbon dioxide that my body produces and all of the different things that are just in the air. So, again, I'm lost inside of a world where how could I um, fail at what's um, preventing me from failing, which is right in front of me, which is, Everything that's happening to me is just fantastic.
0: Well, that's okay. It's so it's really
1: it's re- let let me put it this way. Until somebody actually closes their eyes and doesn't try to recognize how difficult imagining things would be without a face in front of you to hide behind and a nose to breathe, and if you stop breathing and you stop trying to see, but you can't because you're looking inside of your mind, so even if you close your eyes, you're imagining. And, you know, imagining without having a direction to imagine in, if all of a sudden you didn't have two eyes and a nose to direct you and your sight could be anywhere and everywhere, you wouldn't have a perspective point to start with. So happiness really is very complicated since people should be happy that they have a starting point right on their face, which is their nose. And my nose always knows. And so that's where I start in in, in, in knowledge, as knowledge is the knowledge of a breath and what a breath can be. It's fantastic, and the smells in life with everything that smelling and breathing um, what you what you can take from life the amount that you get should make everybody happy, but no, everybody wants everything everybody expects, and everybody's exceptional and um
0: and what you're talking about is living is living in the moment so almost elongated, like every second you're you you're so engaged in what you're doing. Just a little breath is so exquisite you, you, for you. You,
1: ha- you have to live, every, not not every day of life, but not every moment every millisecond. of life, every second of life as a second chance. And that second is, you ha- if you don't live it like it's the very last one, you're not actually getting and taking right. everything you can from life, and it's free, and it's free. Yeah.
0: It's passing you by, and, and, and
1: I, I, I allow myself, I give myself permission to just
0: so you take nothing in, for granted.
1: Take nothing for granted, because when you get, if you suddenly get a bad back and the breath gets taken out of you, or if you get hit by a baseball in the head and you're laying in the hospital, it's, 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 a, it's a fraction of a second before your life is disappearing. And if you didn't appreciate it, um, then it's really not a question of happiness. People that don't appreciate life are suckers. They do it to themselves, and it's self-inflicted. I don't care what situation a person is in and there was a story of a little um a, a young child that was um about uh, 11 years old and they had they had um, cancer and they um they they told their, their their parents you know without using males and females and all that stuff because it's not a it's not a gender type of thing it's an individual type of thing they told their family that they were so happy that they had gotten cancer because it brought the family together. So happiness is, (laughs) um, it's not something that's separate from the reality of adversity, tragedy, um, even depression and all of that stuff. So a very depressed person with physical depression really needs to have um Somebody stop by that knows how to laugh because the laughter is contagious, and it starts it starts from within. Uh,
0: so when you have this um, you're talking about being present in the moment. And that's why I always regarded negative emotions as a form of sleeping because when you're in the midst of, let's say, anger or fear or boredom, whatever, you you discount the current moment. You're just kind of like, it's just, you're not paying attention. You're not there. You're asleep no, in that.
1: No, no, no. Those, those people are paying attention, they are accounting for every moment, and everything is about how they can account. Into their bank accounts, into their take, into what they get, into their expectations, into their aggressiveness, and but then they're... laying their bill trips on everybody else and then talking about their misery. And misery yeah, loves
0: companies. Are they, are they in that moment? They're missing... miserable on
1: the inside. They're not, they're not, they're, They they are completely awake. There's actually people that thrive off of their misery. But no you can't put all those people in a box and say that they are um asleep and that they don't know better.
0: Well they're asleep to they the do know momentary. Better. They,
1: they 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 chose as children to remain um unfeeling. Well they when, chose. But that's not the same.
0: thing. When you're when you are unfeeling, you are asleep to the experience. I mean, that...
1: you're 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 asleep to it because, but but it's still self-inflicted and you still caused it. So those of people know what they are. When when you oh, actually call people out, when, when when you confront people and you tell them, and trust me, I tell them, I talk to people, <laughs> I point it out, I I am hell on earth because I tell people the truth. And I don't tell it to everybody because I'm not like looking for problems. But there's people that need to be woken up, and yeah, I always wait, find out it. that everybody. I See? try to wake people up, and I come to they realize, are asleep. That's what I'm No, to say. I've come to realize that those people are more awake than me, and they will look at me and tell me, "Back the fuck up and get out of my safe." Because those people know what being awake is, and they have declined the offer of life throughout childhood, throughout adolescence. They decline life, and every single time they have a chance, they decline because it's easier for them not to engage and disengage so that they don't have to give anything
0: so it's but really they, not
1: about them being asleep.
0: But they live in a, in a, in a, in terms of ideation, they live in a dream world. They're just,
1: they're awake. No, they're self centered. They're self centered. They're self centered and awake. There is no, you know, you're, you're trying to say that people um, have an excuse. I'm sorry. No. Everybody that's depressed, everybody that's depressed. <laughs>
0: I see what you're. Everybody saying. that's
1: it, on drugs, it, it, the truth hurts, and they, they need to get kicked hard in the groin only because they're not willing to. Um, so they weren't when, willing at some point, and by the time that it becomes chronic.
0: So when you say you try to wake them up, that that that's what I'm referring attack. to, intensively. They attack.
1: They attack. They 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 they're awake. They 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 know. <laughs> I, I get I I get told regularly, and, and and you know you would be like, you you would get the you, you I would get the, oh you mean I could be happy right now? What do I do? Oh well, let's start with, um you taking some time to eat right if you have weight issues if you if you need somebody to talk to hey I'll talk to you, hey if we need to walk to do this thing I'll walk with you. Uh, you know, I'll stay with you for the next three weeks, and then we can sit there and measure it. You know, whatever it takes, because that's a person that can be woken up and they can become a whole person. All of a sudden, you're fixing society, and then two people, and then three people, and then five. And then all of a sudden, you have something that's happening, and then everybody jumps in. I'm telling you, everybody would jump in on that shit because everybody would want to be... Um, w- would want the feeling of happiness, but the reality is that as soon as um, they have to do it on their own, as soon as you walk with them, they turn on you and they crucify you on a cross. <laughs> so, you, so we've already I'm done gonna... that 2,000 years ago. <laughs> we don't have to do that today.
0: That's It's, it's interesting you brought that up because... I guess you kind of have an idea who Jesus was and...
1: know, I, I I know Jesus personally. I don't have an idea of who he was. Anything I need to know about Jesus, I'll just ask him directly. Is he speaks English in every language you want to talk, want to talk in.
0: So um, what did Jesus bring to the table that wasn't already there? That's what I never kind of got. Um,
1: Afterlife. That's not something that... No, absolutely not. Jesus was saying, be happy, um, which is being at hand. So if two people are in a room together, if two people are out and walking, two strangers are walking by each other, if they can walk up to each other and give each other the benefit of the doubt, then they can look at each other in a healthy way. They can walk up to each other without defense mecha- defense system. They can give each other the benefit of the doubt. They shake hands. They are then brothers and at hand. All of a sudden you have brotherly love. And at that point, it's timeless. So um, Jesus was not selling an idea of an afterlife. He was not here to try to get everybody to be broke and miserable and humble and you know, if, if everybody was billionaires and everybody had everything, you'd still have the same problem that people would have to lower their defenses. But you're not going to get that with billionaires because billionaires don't don't get the don't have to buy um, a a knife. They, they they don't have to settle for semi-automatic machine guns. They can buy tanks and warplanes. Why? Why not play with real, you know, real, you know, real killing systems? So, no, it, it's security is the main issue. Um, Jesus came in without security, and he walked around the earth until he showed that he was secure enough, secure enough that he would allow people to take his life and that they were not actually taking anything. So, so he had sense. an
0: awareness? Did he have an awareness of what he was doing or was it was it, was he Yeah,
1: just like, I mean, just like just like I have an awareness of what I'm doing. Just like right, but everybody I'm has sure a, he's, an awareness of it's just that he had a different awareness. Just like I have a I have a different awareness. No so but it's I mean, really you know what you you know at that point you're talking about something that you get into people's values, and did Jesus have a system of value that was adjusted <laughs> yeah to say the least.
0: what do, what do you think his his main message was the brotherly love is that?
1: Well, that, that's 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 the overall that that's the overall idea. Is if people were love one another is brotherly love is the same exact thing. There's a different. There's a million different ways to say it. Um, being at hand, and then some Bibles won't use that because it's not. So all, all of a sudden people people get into mistaking or correcting or trying to identify what it is like um, to love without being guarded for the sake of society to, to accept people and to recognize the value in each person
0: to not judge. Right. I mean,
1: no, 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 no. Uh, Jesus judged. We, we judge everything we judge water before we drink it. We make sure that it's clean. We, 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 you don't turn off the judging, but there's a difference between judging and being judgmental, which is to imagine somebody as evil. Instantly. Yeah. You you, you don't, 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 you know, first read the book.
0: Right. Don't Don't judge judge by
1: the cover. Right. And so a lot of the and so a lot of the disciples had to go through all that stuff, and in the end, you get to see um once you once you read the books of the people what they end up doing, and they all turned on jesus so and then after that, they go through and they have to fix themselves after getting to recognizing how much as we are all able to fail incredibly it's it's um the failure is not something that's bad or wrong it's something that people have to work through and it's much better to work through things with people if jesus had come into a world that it was nobody in the world but jesus what would jesus be doing okay so he'd walk around and look at the trees no it was all interactive so so again it gets back into the reflection part where um Jesus is looking at himself and what he's going to do and he had to be aware so yeah Jesus had would would there
0: i always like wonder if like if Jesus had lived to be an old man and keep no, his he couldn't. Con-
1: he couldn't because it it, it was written His life was written already, and that's what Jesus kept pointing out: is that he came in uh, with with a certain purpose, and he was going to find out how he was going to die, which had to be a certain way. And he didn't know all of the details, but he knew knew it was going to happen. He even he he knew when it was going to happen. He knew where it was going to happen, and then he got to find out, you know, how it happened, and that was part of the um fantastic experience. So That's crazy. you know, he came uh, to the earth you know, i I'm, well, I'm, I'm uh, i I will die, and I will have an incredible experience doing it or having Fun. it done unto me. <laughs>
0: You're speaking personally.
1: Yes, personally. Well, I, I, I somehow or another, it, I won't. I will not be a normal person that dies in my.
0: Well, in any case, um, his his death was death, and the mistake that was made by killing him has now become sort of this allegory that I guess we're all living over and over again. We're repeating, and we have to resolve oh, no, it. No,
1: no, no, that no, that's 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 a personal problem of religious people and religion and a bunch of depressed people that want to go around with Bibles in their hands and crucifixes. And I always say, Oh, wow, is that a crucifix or a dagger? I see held so tightly in your hand, but I didn't come up with that. But everybody, you know, the, the, the the idea that looking at what Jesus did and what happened to Jesus and saying that there was a plan for everybody to be, what they are. No, that's what they were before Jesus was in the world. And Jesus came to set something straight for those that were willing to wake up and just um, be be happy and to be less sensitive, potatoes as thin skins, and to help others so that if people don't start putting in towards a healthy society if if everybody waits for somebody else to do it who's going to do it right yeah and everybody's waiting for somebody else to do it they are unless it's something easy where i can pick up a gun and go out and shoot up school well that's that's really helpful or where I can put somebody else down because they're not perfect. this whole entire society of people throwing stones in glass houses is just, but it it's comes not from any different it, it, that's what Jesus was going through, so it's not something new, it's just ongoing. And it's just yeah. exploded into a mass marketed idea where people are profiting off of the more that they separate people and the more that there is on the news. And people love dirty laundry. So people are the ones on you know, everybody's driving the economy for self satisfaction. Well it's and everybody it's lack lackluster
0: isn't the uncon i mean as you you said that essentially that most people are disconnected um they they didn't have the proper procedure performed at birth and after and the bonding and the connection, connection. Right.
1: so connection.
0: they're so what they but they're capitalism like our system of you know our our society is sort of built for just that kind of person and well, almost wants it's to a, manufacture it's a, it's it. It's a
1: result. It's a result. It's not a built system for that purpose. It is a result from a society that started off where everybody separates. So you have, again, the story of Noah. Where you have this imaginary f- huge flood well, the flood actually everybody did wondered. occur at some point. It actually did occur, but that's not the point. For for all of the listeners who who scoff at um, fairy tales, well, there, there's a fairy's tale of a tale. And so I'm talking about the fairy's tale as if it was just a a tale, a, a myth. And you have um, you know uh, Noah's sons and wives. And each of the sons goes a different way. Why didn't they stay together at that point? So even Noah's family, so it's, it's not a world societal problem. It happened because of the way that families um, pick winners and losers and the way that children um, take rather than give time to their own family members. And it starts off with the fathers and the mothers and it and it it, it comes down to connection. Right. So if you if you have um Jesus being born to to a mother and a father, then it's the mother and the father's um prerogative. It's their it's 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 their right to choose whether they how they are going to assimilate. And Jesus already had a problem that um, his father was not his um, his live in um, Joseph, which was his real father while he was growing up. But he also um, claimed to be um, a son or the son, and you know that. So 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 you're you're still. I'm, I'm not trying to go through the story. I'm trying to make the um, the example that. Society is built on each family's input. And families, um, you don't have that many healthy families where parents are um, actually capable of loving all of their children equally and give them all plenty of attention. Um, right. Find me a f- find me a family where 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 the father has any you know any any time for anyone
0: well it's let alone what my, they
1: let alone what they stick in their face.
0: my point was that the uh, the system is self-perpetuating and that it tends to create the, the same broken people that cre- that created it, and, Correct. And,
1: it sure- and 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 now it's just, now it's just out of hand but it started at the very beginning with Adam and Eve
0: So it's some kind of fundamental flaw in humanity.
1: It's a fundamental flaw that is also the necessity that you have the flaw so that um, the people that are self-healing and thinking and able to give more than they receive because they take the little that they get and they um, use it wisely to multiply it. Um, so, if I go to the store and I get a certain amount of food, my body's going to process that food into my thinking. So I get my thinking for free. It's not really. If, if you put the amount of food that I that I eat every day, and you put it in a basket, and and you say this is how much work it took the world to produce the food. Um, to have Robert Gold, um the tree, to, to, to have a tree go through its lifespan compared to what the tree gives to society. A tree gives a whole lot more to society and to the world by holding back the rain, by absorbing the rain, by not allowing runoff, by the interaction of the birds in the trees, by the protection that the tree offers, by the oxygen that the tree gives off. So the tree takes in a lot less than everything that it gives out. All of a sudden between all of the trees and all of the grass, which is allowed more because of all the trees, then all of a sudden you get interactions between all of the system and then all of the green creates the ability for me to exist and for the foods that I eat. And the foods that I eat um, are not as much of a cost as what I'm able to physically produce. So the more that I go out and help people build houses, the more that I help people fix things, the more that I talk to people, the more that I interact with people, all of a sudden you have society. And if you have three three really intelligent people, they can build whatever you want and they end up with you, you get three real intelligent capable people and you have a you have a general electric or you have a you have a large company you have a general motors you have you have a chevrolet you know you have a few people that are running these large um, corporations and you have a conglomerate in the world and it only takes um, a few people at the top. And, you know, it, it it's really cumulative. One person by themselves can't do very much. Two people can build a, a house or two. You get three people and you're building houses and you're, you're, you're managing a lot of things. You get into a society and three people inside of a society and Three people can put fifty thousand people to work, and all of a sudden you have railways and electric grids. So maybe we
0: should and have generators. three. We should have three presidents at a time. Is that what you're saying?
1: Oh <laughs> uh, no, because you, you know it, 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 we don't have the right type of presidents anymore. It's a, it's a it's a people problem, but the system where you have different organized bodies like, like we do have a three type of system since we have um, the, you know, you have your
0: the three branches your, of the government, you know,
1: the people, the three branches of government. So you, you, so, so it is built in because people still are trying to have a functioning society to the point where they can build it past somebody else. It's a competition until you can um, kill off everybody else. Um, It's really not for for, for the benefit of recognizing how much Russia has done for the world or China has done for us or how much, you know, Africa has been taken advantage of or how the Africans took advantage of themselves and and South America. So in in every single system, I mean, the world's a mess. Where's the happiness? (laughs) Everywhere. Everywhere. Where's the happiness?
0: It's in every moment.
1: everywhere. It's in every moment and at the hands and in reach of everyone and everyone could just take in a big deep breath and recognize the value that they are living within and depression is somebody else's problem, not mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll uh, continue this uh, but uh, that's a good first start with this topic but there'll be some further delving into these, because I now now know from our discussion that I have to kind of uh, divide the categories a little bit, but um, I appreciate you delving into it as as, as much as we could here in this time allotted.
1: Sounds great. Sounds fantastic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we were Um, able
1: to make time for it.
0: Yeah, well, it's an important topic because I think that's what ultimately, you know, the pursuit of happiness, the American dream, right? Anyway, um I want you to um have a good day, man, and uh I'll be I'll be in touch.
1: We'll be in touch. Have a good day.
0: Take care everybody. Thanks for listening.